0: episode of Hail to Sports. Once again, I am your host, John Hale. Uh, like I said in my last episode, whenever we came back, we would be talking about the NBA playoffs. Now that we have the 16 team field um, completely set up, uh, no more plans, no more, no more. Pl- it's all playoffs from now. So we are ready to go in the NBA playoffs. So let's uh, let's start Let's preview this. Before we do that, real quick, just want to briefly touch on what is going on in the NHL as they are in the middle of the playoffs. They're in the middle of the first round. So um, just really quick, I'm not going to take a whole lot of time on this. Uh, Bruins and Hurricanes, uh, the Bruins uh, are up two to one on that. I I guarantee that one's going to seven uh, to Rask is out. And now the Hurricanes have, I mean, the Bruins without their top uh, goaltender, the Hurricanes just going to pound that, that a uh, sub Hurricanes and Bruins. I, I bet you that's going to seven, but Hurricanes will end up winning. In my opinion, uh, the Coyotes and the Avalanche Avalanche dropped a game. They're still ahead two to one. Um, that might be the one game that Arizona wins. Uh, Colorado's playing. Colorado's a great team. They're going to be intense going down the stretch. Uh, Lightning and Blue Jackets, uh, that is probably the most entertaining series that there is right now. Uh, The the, uh, Lightning are up by two games to one. And then uh, Vegas Golden Knights and the Chicago Blackhawks. uh, Vegas is up three to nothing on Chicago. So here's the thing about Chicago. Chicago should just be happy that they're there. Uh, Chicago should just be like, Hey, we, we won a series. We want to, we want a series in the playoffs. So they should be proud of their team. Try to build up for later. Uh, the other series, uh, one of them, uh, excuse me. Uh, one of them is the Islanders and the Capitals. That is uh, in the East, in the East. That's my second favorite matchup. Uh but you can tell that New York is far and away the bet the better team. They're up two to nothing on on Washington. Uh, I mean, like I love Alex Ovechkin, but it's obvious that he's starting to slow down, as is the rest of that core. Uh, New York, the New York Islanders, are going to be very good for the foreseeable future. Uh, Dallas and Calgary. Calgary leads two to one. Um, that one might go seven. That one just might go seven. Uh, Dallas, if they can just learn how to score more consistently, um, that one might just go seven. Cal- Calgary just needs to get out of their wet out of its own way and Calgary should be able to win this in six. Um, I'm still picking Cal- Calgary, but uh, you know that, that was starting to get interesting if Dallas wins another game. Uh, Philadelphia and Montreal. Uh, what happened in game two? Montreal ended up beating up beating up Philadelphia. That is the correct way to describe Game Two. They won five to nothing. That series is now tied one to one. Um, and uh, I still think Philadelphia is the better team. I think they'll still win the series, but uh, Montreal might stick around. And then St. Louis and Vancouver. The St. Louis did they want to play? Honestly, did they even want to show up to this thing? They're not. They have not won a game since the restart. Not one. They are down two to nothing to Vancouver. Vancouver is starting to be a very good team, but I, I didn't think that they were good enough to compete with St. Louis. But St. Louis, they, they just look flat and they look like they don't want to be there. They St. Louis must win tomorrow if they want to con- continue to defend their cup. Okay, so got that out of the way. Wanted to get that out just so I can cover all my bases let's talk about the NBA. So this is being recorded on Saturday this is this is uh, the 15th of August. Earlier today uh the the Portland Trailblazers ended up beating the, the Memphis Grizzlies in the playing game so they don't have to play another playing game it is over Portland eliminates Memphis and they move on to the field of 16. So with that in mind, here are the teams who are gone. the teams who went to the bubble and are and are eliminated and we will not be seeing them again great season get ready for 2021 which will start in December ish we don't know when but december ish. Um, the Washington Wizards are a pathetic franchise and they um, they got at they were the I think they were the second or the first team to be eliminated. Um, the Pelicans are eliminated. They got eliminated fairly early. Um, and they just fired their head coach. Um, well-deserved. It did not look like he want, he was very, he's being very sparing with Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is the only reason you're in that position. You better play him. So, uh, I think Alvin Gentry is his name and he is now gone from St. Louis. um, the, the Spurs, the first time in 22 years that the Spurs will not be a part of the a part of the field of 16 in the NBA. Uh, that kind of hurts, because I grew up watching the Spurs, and I grew up watching them win ch- championships. So seeing them not in the playoffs is a weird sight. Um, who else? The Suns. I feel so bad for Phoenix. I feel horrible for Phoenix. Here's a team that did everything right. They came into the bubble hungry. They were, they were a long shot to make it. But they came in hot. They came in hungry. They did exactly what they needed to do. They took care of business. Devin Booker put on a show. They, they went 8-0. and They were undefeated in their games inside the bubble. They were, by definition, the best team in the bubble. And it wasn't enough. That is just tragic. If the Suns could compete like they did in the bubble, they'd be a fringe playoff team. In fact, they'd make the playoffs. They'd be they'd be either a six or a seven team if they do that all year all year long. But no, no, here they are. It's because their owner is a terrible is a terrible owner and is not a very well run franchise. Um, if Devin Booker leaves Phoenix, um, delete it, delete the franchise. It's over, Phoenix. If you ch- if Devin Booker demands a trade. Or Lee's in free agency, you're done. He's the only thing making your squad relevant. And then finally, Memphis. Memphis got sent home today by Portland. And the thing about Memphis is I, I don't feel bad about Memphis not making it. It's not that I have anything against Memphis, it's just that I know they'll be back. They lost their second best player in Jaron Jackson, and John Morant is one of the future faces of the league. You guys will be back. I'm, I'm actually going to be picking Memphis to most likely make the playoffs next season. So I don't feel bad for Memphis not making it. So that those are the guys who made it to the bubble but will not be moving on. Let's talk about the playoffs now. So let's start in the East because the East is honestly um, probably the most straightforward. It's the most straightforward region. Starting with the one versus the one versus eight, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Orlando Magic. I'm not even going to touch on this one a whole lot. I mean, this is probably the most lopsided one there is, isn't it? Milwaukee versus Orlando. Or who does Orlando have? Aaron Gordon. I, I'm not with it. I mean, if Milwaukee doesn't win this in four, if they don't sweep the Magic, something went wrong. Something went wrong. Giannis will take over. Chris Middleton and Korver will shoot the lights out. It's it will not go to it will depth. It will probably not go past four, maybe five if the if the Bucks screw up. But um, that one's just there just so it can be thing. I mean, like so. The game is going to be at 1230 on Tuesday. That is the first game. That's the first game schedule. I don't think it gets, I, don't, I honestly don't think that there's a game in that series that goes to primetime. So uh, bucks and four is my pick moving on. Uh, the two versus seven matchup is uh, Toronto and Brooklyn. Uh, Toronto is the two seed. Brooklyn is the seven seed. I will give Brooklyn all the credit in the world for competing uh, I mean, Lavert played lights out. He can ball and he has, he is a cold shooter. He is going to be a star and he's going to be a key contributor whenever Kyrie and Kevin Durant come back. With that said, Brooklyn does not have Durant or Kyrie or DeAndre Jordan, or basically anybody. It's LeVert and a bunch of practice squad guys, and he's carrying them like LeBron carried the Cavaliers for years. So um, Toronto is playing the best defense in, in basketball. At this current moment, Toronto has the best defense, and they are the defending champions, so I feel like they have a little bit of something to prove, considering that they're the same team, just without Kawhi Leonard. So Toronto is going to come out. They're going to take care of Brooklyn. I will say that Brooklyn will steal a game. So I'm saying Brooklyn. I'm saying Brooklyn will steal a game, but Toronto will win in five. It will not be that much of a struggle for Toronto to move on. Uh, three versus six. Three versus six matchup in the East is Boston versus Philadelphia. Philadelphia, it is time to restart the process. I'm telling you this right now. It is time to restart the process. Ben Simmons is out indefinitely after seriously injuring his knee. And Joel Embiid is the only thing that will make this series slightly competitive. Uh, You need to trade one of those two because those two do not work together. Their chemistry is not great. This is why you sh- you should try to sign Jimmy Butler as a sign to as as opposed to Tobias Harris and bringing in Al Horford. Philly is on the verge of restarting the process, and it's going. And that process is going to start because Boston is playing great basketball. They're a sleeper in the East. Um, They play better as a team than basically anybody in the East, apart from maybe Toronto. Uh, I think that Boston wins it in five. I honestly do. I don't think that it's going to be that much of a problem for Boston to take care of Philadelphia. Boston moves on five games. And finally, the five versus four matchup in the East is Miami versus Indiana. Um. If it was any other team like if Indiana was playing if Indiana was playing Brooklyn or if Indiana was playing or, or excuse me if Indiana was playing Brooklyn or if Indiana was playing Philadelphia or heck if, if Indiana was playing Boston I would honestly be giving a slight edge to Indiana except maybe against Boston but against but against Brooklyn or against Philadelphia I would give Indiana the edge but my edge goes to Miami and the reason I say that is because Jimmy Butler is in TJ Warren's head. He is in his head, and it's not like he hasn't played well. TJ has probably been the second or third best player in the bubble. It's just that Jimmy Butler is in his head. Watch, go back to the game that they played in, in the uh, in the eight game series or the eight game regular season. They had beef before, and. Miami was able to pull ahead, and whenever it came back, Butler versus Warren again, Butler owned the court. So you need – so I don't think that he's going to be able to keep that up unless he he just flips a switch. Uh, Jimmy Butler is going to carry Miami uh, alongside Tyler Hero, who I think is the most – underrated rookie in, in the NBA right now. Like Tyler Hero is an amazing player. I can't wait to see how he develops. Um, Indiana, had from what I understand, they're bringing back Oladipo. So uh, if you have Oladipo and you had Warren and Warren is putting up numbers like he did, then I say it goes to seven. But against Miami, I don't think so. I think that Miami ends up pulling away in six. If Sabonis didn't get hurt, I honestly think I would pick Indiana here. But Miami's going to win. I think that they win in six. So that's the Eastern Conference first round. Let's talk about the second round. Let's talk about the second round. Or not the second round, excuse me. Let's talk about the Western Conference. The Western Conference of the NBA. This this might be the most entertaining first round in the history of basketball. This is incredible what's going on in the Western conference. Okay. Let's start with the one versus eight. Normally this would be a blowout series, kind of like Milwaukee and in Orlando. Let's just give it to the one seed, move on. And no, it's the LA Lakers and LeBron and AD versus Portland with Dame and McCollum and Anthony. Guys, I'm calling it right now. This series is going to go to 7. And at that point, depending on who you are, you either like LeBron, you either ride with LeBron or you ride with Damian Lillard. I'm going to throw in this. Here's the thing. I think that there I think that Lillard's and LeBron James is uh desire to win is identical. I think that they're killers and I think no one wants to win more than they do. With that said, I don't trust Anthony Davis in the clutch. I trust LeBron, but I don't trust Anthony Davis. Nor do I trust basically anybody on the Lakers roster in the clutch, except maybe Kuzma. Other than LeBron, I will take LeBron over over Kuzma. On the other side, you have Damian Lillard, who is unbelievable in the clutch. You have CJ McCullum, who can take over the fourth quarters of games. You have Carmelo Anthony, who can he's, who can spot up and dr- put a dagger into anybody. And down low, you have Nurkic who is going to give Anthony Davis all he can handle down low. I'm actually picking Portland to beat LA. In seven games, I think that Portland is going to beat LA and move on. I think that LA is a very good team. I just think that um, Portland is deeper and Portland wants it more as they shown through the bubble. It will go to Seven. Regardless of who it is, regardless of who wins, but I honestly think that Portland's going to win. Moving on, because we got uh, three other series to get to. Uh, the the two versus seven uh, is the LA Clippers versus the Dallas Mavericks. Um, this this is a really entertaining series. This is this is going to be a lot of fun. You have Kawhi and Paul George versus Kristaps and Luca. Luca's playing incredible inside the bubble. Um, I think, oh, and by the way, Dallas has the most explosive offense in the league. They're dropping, they're dropping close to 115 a night. Um, With that in mind, uh, there's not really a, there's not really a better defensive team in the West than the Clippers. And the Clippers are more experienced and they have more talent in my opinion and they're deeper. I think that Dallas steals a game or two, but I think that LA is going to move on. Uh, watch out for Dallas, though. Dallas might be the next powerhouse in the West. Um, keep an eye on Dallas, uh, but but not this year. I think that LA, I'm going to push it. I say that LA Clippers win in six. I think that Dallas is going to have a lot of fun, and they're going to push. They're going to push Kawhi. They're going to push that team. They're gonna push it to six. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George end up pulling away with superior experience. All right, three versus six. This is the one. This is the one matchup in the first round for the West that I'm kind of eh. I could pass on that. Uh, Utah and Denver. I was really thinking about. Well, maybe this is close. Maybe it's closer than I think. But then I started to think about it again. Okay, so who does who does Utah have? They have Donovan Mitchell, and they have Rudy Gobert, obviously. But outside of that, who do you, ha- who do you have? Well, you have Joe Ingles. Now you can, can kind of shoot and kind of defend. Not really a game-changer, though. Uh, you lost Bogdanovich. You lost your second main score before the bubble. You look at Denver. Denver has Nikolai Jokic, Jokic who can counter Gobert. He's a better passer than Gobert. He's a better o- offensive presence than Gobert, and then you have uh, Jamal Murray, and then you have and then you have uh, Michael Porter Jr. on is it on the Nuggets. The Nuggets are younger, they're faster, they're more offensively capable. The Nuggets are going to win this series in six. The Nuggets will move on in six games. Utah, in fact, it, it might be five. It might just be five games. But I don't I don't like Utah in this series at all. I think it's a bad matchup for the Jazz. Give me Denver. Moving on. And then finally, Oklahoma City in Houston. This is the 4-5. And this is, this is the juiciest matchup in the first round. Bar none. The juiciest matchup. Remember in the offseason? The remember in the offseason. The Oklahoma City Thunder trade away Paul George, the LA Clippers for uh, Danilo Gallinari and Shea Gilgis Alexander, and and basically all of the draft. <laughs> they basically got all of LA's draft until until like twenty twenty seven. Like they got a haul, and then is it so? What's the next? What's the next step for OKC? They trade Russell Westbrook to where? Houston for CP three and two draft picks. So Oklahoma city owns the draft for the next seven years. They own the draft and no one picks mid to high first round better than Sam Presti. With that being said, Oklahoma city would everybody, 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 all the pundits said that Oklahoma city was in for a tank year. They gave them a 0.2% chance of, To make the playoffs. And here they are as the five seed. And who are they going up against? They're going up against the Rockets. Who not only have James Harden. Who is a former member of the Thunder. Also the former face of the franchise. Russell Westbrook. Who who, by the way. May not be playing. In the first part of this series. He's not playing to start. He might not be there for the whole series. So it all depends on Westbrook in this series. I don't think I watching Westbrook on the Thunder all these years, I don't think that if if the Rockets get into a hole, I don't know if he can pull them out of it. Harden possibly could for a game, but I don't know if he if if Westbrook can. Maybe them together they can, but not one nor the other. It has to be both of them. So, Oklahoma City has Shade Gilders Alexander, who's playing crazy. Danilo Gallinari, who is consistent beyond the the arc, and who can also drive the lane. You have Dennis Schroeder, who is my vote for sixth man of the year. And you have CP3, who is a Hall of Fame talent, and he's playing like he's five years younger. Who was on the Rockets? Let's put it like this. If the Rockets lose... This this series, if the Rockets lose, they need to blow it up. They need to keep Harden. They can't move Westbrook, but they need to rethink it. They need to rethink what they're doing. Because if you lose the series, you will be embarrassed by the team that you were supposed to fleece. Instead, you are looking like you get fleeced. The Thunder are playing with house money. They're playing with nothing to lose. If they lose to the th- to the to the Rockets, well, it's going to be like, oh well, we were lucky to be there. We had a great season. If the Rockets lose, that will be the most embarrassing series loss in the history of the in the history of the Rockets. That I mean, bar none. That's that's gonna be worse than Damian Lillard busting a three in your face. So if if my predictions bear out, uh Portland go Portland plays or Portland beats LA, the Lakers, and then Oklahoma City. Like I'm gonna say it right now, this series going to seven. And I think Oklahoma City wins because they are better coached and because they're more consistent. They play better and they're they're better defenders. It goes to seven. If, Re- if Westbrook plays, it goes to seven. If he doesn't, it, it goes to six. And the Thunder will beat the Rockets. So, if the Thunder beat the Rockets and the, and the Blazers beat the Lakers, that is going to be an awesome second-round series. That's going to be an incredible series. I, will- I would infiltrate the bubble to watch that live. If I'm the Thunder, I'm probably not going to want to play the, the Blazers because the Blazers are playing crazy good right now. Um, I still think it would be an awesome series. If I'm the Thunder, I'm hoping that we play that they play the Lakers because if they play, because I feel more confident that the Thunder would beat the Lakers as opposed to the Blazers. But nevertheless, if my predictions are correct, and they and they beat the Rockets, and and the Blazers beat the Lakers. That is an incredible series. Watch every second of that one. That's going to be a lot of fun. So, just to recap, let me go over my picks again. In the East, Milwaukee over Orlando in four. Toronto over Brooklyn in five. Boston over Philadelphia in five. And Miami over... Indiana in 6 in the west the blazers over the lakers in 7 the the clippers over the mavericks in 6 the the nuggets over the jazz in 5 and the thunder over the rockets in 7 Those are my first round predictions, my first round preview, and we are coming to the end of this episode. Uh, thanks for listening to me again. Um, I really, I really do love that you guys are listening. Uh, it makes me feel amazing. Makes me feel like I'm doing something that is uh, benefiting you guys, and uh, you guys are listening, and you guys are taking, uh, you guys are taking it to heart. Um, once again, my Twitter handle is at Real John Hale. Uh, I, I love everything. I love you guys. You guys have been amazing. Uh, continue sending me feedback. I'd love to hear from you guys. I'd love to hear you from you guys. Um, keep up with, uh, keep up with this, what's going on. Once again, not really keeping up with a, uh, consistent release schedule. I'm just going to post. Um, I'm just going to post whenever, uh, there's something coming up that I really want to talk about. Uh, next thing that I'm probably going to talk about is the, um, is probably going to be college football in some form or fashion because we're supposed to get schedules, uh, at least for the SEC. The SEC is going to release their schedules, at least from what I understand, um, Monday sometime. Uh, So uh, probably be back around to talk about that. Um, Otherwise, if I don't talk about that, excuse me, if I don't talk about that, about the uh, about the schedules for the SEC and college football, what's going on over there, um, I'll probably be back to talk about the uh, first round of the NHL playoffs and moving towards the second round in the NHL playoffs and just recap of what's going on in the NBA. So, um, that's going to do it for me. Uh, thank you for listening to uh, this episode. I uh, can't wait to hear back from you guys. Uh, shoot, shoot me your... Show me your feedback and your takes. I'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you guys next time. Take care.